The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Joining us now, Beth Lindstrom. How are you? I'm well. How are you? Doing real well. Thanks so much for joining us. I wanted to have Beth on to tell you about some of the uh, candidates that are running for office around the country. We've spotlighted some and decided to spotlight her because she is challenging Elizabeth Warren for the Senate seat in Massachusetts. That's correct. You have her to go. You have a really interesting uh, resume. So, uh, first of all, the personal stuff. You're a you're a mom of three boys, um, mm-hmm. and okay. you've never held office before. No, this is my first time as a candidate, but uh, it's the right time for me to step in. Yeah, see, here's the thing. I think a lot of people would go, maybe even traditionally in the past, well, you've never held office before and you're running for Senate. When I hear that, that moves you to the front of the line. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I have been around politics for about 30 years, being the first woman executive director of the state party in Massachusetts, and uh, ran Scott Brown's race, uh, who won in Massachusetts, so I, I call that the race that, that won and uh, was uh, on Governor Romney's cabinet uh, as Secretary of Consumer Affairs and Business Regulation and um, helped to elect our current governor, Charlie Baker, who is very popular in the country. So I've, I have this. I've also been involved in four startup companies and I'm a small business owner. And I think that's the most important here thing here when I go out there and I talk to voters because, um, you know, Elizabeth Warren doesn't know what it's like to operate a business, never mind sign the front of a paycheck. And so this is what uh, voters are really interested in. All right, I'm moving to Massachusetts. You got my vote. We're there. We're in. <laughs> no, Beth, you, 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 you actually, your, your resume, what you just went down is exactly what we're looking for, or at least I am. You get what it's like to own and operate a business, and yet you do have some knowledge of the workings of government because you did serve in Mitt Romney's cabinet, and you understand these things. That's about perfect for me. Yeah, and, I, and you know, I don't need to keep on going on. And, and here's my pitch. You can go to bestforsenate.com to check uh, more uh, out. But I was the first woman lottery director also, so I've run these big, large organizations. But I've also managed down to, you know, small eight people in my small business. But I've also tried to create jobs, and that's through the entrepreneurial um, uh, initiatives. And I think that that, again, is another place where uh, Elizabeth Warren does not have a clue. I mean, she's all about her left-wing progressive agenda um, and doesn't really stand up or represent the people in Massachusetts. And especially if she's off running for president, uh, you know, that, that totally is not what, what we need in Massachusetts. We deserve better. Not being from Massachusetts, Elizabeth Warren, I first became familiar with her early in the Obama administration where she was that, uh, was it a czar or she oversaw the consumer or something or other? Maybe it was TARP? Was that what it was? Well, well she was creating the Consumer Financial Protection Board. That is the, right. the agency that had, you know, was autonomous and didn't report to anybody and um, and I think that's, you know, she, that's her demonizing Wall Street, trying to go after, yeah. um, you know, big business. Yeah. And I remember at first, when I first heard her speak, she was very um, uh, reserved. She was very careful at what she said because she was uh, like trying to, I think it was oversee TARP or some of that spending, which is good. We want to make sure people are overseeing. We have people checks and balances on spending in these different programs. And I remember I was like, okay, she's you know, very well-spoken. She seems passionate about making sure, you know, things are done properly. And then you're right. When it came to that consumer board, the truth came out. And then when she ran for Senate even more and Mm -hmm. saying ridiculous things, Beth, about, um, you know, business and you didn't build that, that whole mantra. 
Well, if you've run a business, you understand how much of that you did build. Absolutely. And I understand the value of keeping the cost of business low and that people should be able to spend their own money, um, you know, out of their own pockets, what, what they earn. And, and here's, here's the fundamental difference that I have with Elizabeth Warren is the role of government in your life. And she believes that government creates jobs. And I believe that people do. And when you create jobs, you actually create dignity. And when you create jobs, you also create taxpayers. And, and that's how it should work, not the other way around. That's a really good point about dignity. I mean, look at look at the ballot we have right now. The hottest issue right now is the separating families on the border. And we've always had this question of migration, America's role in the world when it comes to such things. I think most of us are in America are pro-immigrant. But mm-hmm. the dignity part is really important. Do we want people coming to America, legal or illegal, where we say, okay, you're going to live off the government, you're going to have to have special hands. Nothing wrong with helping people out. That's a good thing. But at some point, the dignity, Beth, of being able to do it yourself, that matters a lot. Absolutely. And I think someone said years ago, the best anti-poverty program is a job. And that's and, and so to be able to have um, um, you know the the pro growth policies to make sure, especially in Massachusetts, we've got a lot of industry, healthcare, financial services, which Elizabeth Warren doesn't talk to. Um, you know, we need to keep our economy strong, and that's what creates more jobs. And we've seen this with the tax cuts, which she had said in Massachusetts, she had said that they were horrible and that people were going to die. And I actually challenged her on that right after because before she even had any information, she was out there just saying all those words about how bad it was going to be. You know, the funny thing is, too, in Massachusetts, the cost of living is very high by comparison. So what you've got is, and and let's face it, Massachusetts has been uh, primarily uh, run by liberals or progressives. I mean, they've had uh, a significant amount of influence by compared to comparison to other states. The cost of living is very high there. So what they've essentially done is price people out. Those, those people they supposedly are trying to help on the low end, they've priced them out. Well, and that's her mantra. She says, I'm, for the work, I'm going to fight for the working person. And I want to say, okay, there's a key word there in your sentence. It's called working. How do you get people to work? You have a good economic policy. You have growth. You have the ability for people to reinvest in their businesses and create those jobs. I am a small business owner. I've got a small business, about eight people. And, uh, and we're actually, through these tax cuts, enabling our um, company to move to a better location, you know, adding more. Um, it's actually a salon and day spa. And so we're adding more chairs. We're adding more space. But, you know, this is the risk that business owners take. I mean, it's hard work. And when you continue to, um, you know, push on these policies that mandate more regulation, I mean, that's that hampers growth. That doesn't that's not pro growth. And she's all about that. Boy, I, I feel bad um, for you and others that are in states that have been primarily blue. If you're a Republican and trying to trying to trying to trying to cut through, there's just so much marketing in the media against everything you try to do, even though we know personal freedoms and free markets are the ways the way to go. How do you navigate that landscape? And if elected, how do you get something done? Sure. Well, actually, we have, and for my 30 years being in the Republican Party, um, elected constitutional officers throughout. Bill Weld, uh, elected governor, as I said, you know, Mitt Romney, governor, Scott Brown, U.S. Senator, and now Charlie Baker, 
governor. So, and I've helped each one of those at a senior level to become elected. And so people in Massachusetts, we have 11% Republican, 35% Democrat, and the over 60% unenrolled or independents. So that's where, mm. is, that's the path to winning. And a lot of those, you know, I always say, if you're not from, you know, the 20 yard line to the goal, we have a lot in common. So we can get work done. I did that up at the State House with Governor Romney to introduce competition in the auto insurance area. I mean, but you had to work with Democrats. And that's the key here, too, is creating those relationships. Elizabeth Warren cannot create those relationships. I've done that throughout my career to be able to find the common good and get things done. And she can't do that, especially if she's running for president. That's her agenda. And so that is why I bring a different choice to people from Massachusetts. Well, God bless you. I, I wish you all the luck in the world. Um, I think you have all the makings of uh, what most of us would like to see in a senator. And that would be awesome to replace Elizabeth Warren um, because she is such a problem, Beth. Such a problem for America. Well, I'll pitch my BethForSenate.com again. And good, thank you so good. much for the opportunity to introduce myself. I appreciate it. Let's get it again. Beth for it's F-O-R? That's correct. Okay. Beth- We'll we'll tweet out a link to it. We'll post it so people can go there. I'm guessing that um, it would be nice if uh, people supported you financially as well. That's always a challenge, right? Uh, It is. I mean, and that's what we need because she does have a war chest. But sometimes, and we know it's not all about money. It's about her and style. So I would appreciate the support very much. All right. We'll tweet out a link. Hopefully people will uh, support you. If, uh, If you need to get the word out about something, you want help, please let us know, okay? Thank you so much. I appreciate Thanks, it. Beth. Take care appreciate now. It. Bye. When I read up on her, she sounds awesome. Yeah. She really does. I, Luke, send a message to all those that follow our Lord Jesus Christ. From Affirm Films comes Paul, Apostle of Christ, now on DVD and Blu-ray. There are men, women, children that will never meet you. There must be a handwritten account of your acts. Their faith challenged an empire. What do you really know about these Christians? I am concerned with these documents. Their words change the world. Love is the only way. Paul, Apostle of Christ, starring Jim Caviezel. Available now on DVD, Blu-ray, and digital. Knowledge is power. Tweet at us with the hashtag what I learned today. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network.